When I was younger, one of the common ways that I would start like self-sabotaging myself would be to focus on like if somebody did something that irritated me, it would suddenly be all that I could remember about them when they came to mind. Like it would be like, oh, but they did that. (laughs) And it would – it would really sour relationships and friendships um, that didn't need to be soured. And so now how I incorporate gratitude is I also try to remember the thoughtful things that people do instead of remembering the negative things and actually replacing when I, I still can like catch my mind going down a negative, like, oh, so-and-so did this. And you know how you, like, the for days afterwards, your mind is still, like, repeating and replaying, yes. right, the annoying thing that so-and-so did. And you're getting irritated over and over about it. And I try to catch that now. Welcome to the Women Rewriting the Rules podcast, a production by Gush Living. I'm your host, Sumi. And I'm your host, Ashley. And this is where modern women gather to navigate our way through the maze of personal, financial, and emotional challenges, create confidence in our independence, take control of our finances, and achieve ambitious goals, all while loving the life we're currently living. But before we get into the content for today, we want to share something really exciting with you. We are offering a really fun incentive for our day ones, our founding listeners, to help us get this content into the ears of other women who could benefit from it. So if you love this content and you show us your love, we want to pamper you by offering you our very first giveaway, which is a spa day at the Four Seasons Hotel. So if you want a chance to win, there are just three simple steps you can take to get entered. First things first, go ahead and follow this podcast on your podcast app of choice. Next, you're going to write us a short review with a five-star rating. And third, go ahead and share your review on your IG story and tag us at Gush Living. It's really that easy. And once you tag us, we'll pick one lucky winner on January 1st. So get your reviews and shares in now. Let's start the show. So Ashley, I'm really excited to dive into the topic of gratitude today because even though Thanksgiving has passed, the holiday season just brings about this idea of what are we grateful for and does it actually change our lives? Absolutely. I think that gratitude sometimes feels a bit elusive. Mm -hmm. Most of us are happy for the things that we have, but what does it actually mean to build a true attitude of gratitude, which is a statement that people say all the time, but I think we can break down a bit of what that really means. And then also just looking at the ways that gratitude and having a grateful outlook can make your life better. And how can you incorporate that into your every day? Perfect. Let's, let's chat about it. So do you have things in your life that you feel you express and embrace gratitude for daily? I do. I think every day I try to express some form of gratitude for the people that I have relationships with, whether that be family or friends. That really, I think, is the center of 
what makes me tick as a human and what makes my life feel rich and fulfilled. And so whenever I can, however I can, I just try to make a real effort to let the people in my life know that I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for their presence. I recognize that they don't have to be there. And so as long as they are there, I'm going to show them appreciation and my gratitude. I love that you said that because it sort of underlines the two forms of gratitude that I see and hear about out there, which is you can feel gratitude and, you know, journal in your gratitude journal, like Oprah has suggested for decades about five things you're grateful for. But there's a totally different aspect of gratitude, which is around expressing that to the other person. If it's a person you're grateful for, if it's something they did that you're grateful for, expressing that gratitude is a form of gratitude that isn't discussed all that much. Yeah. I think it can be uncomfortable at times because not everyone is great at receiving compliments. And there's definitely an element of emotional intimacy that comes with being on the giving or receiving end of someone's gratitude, which it should be a normal thing. But I think the way our society communicates with each other in most instances, we're getting feedback about what we've done wrong, feedback about what didn't feel good, feedback about disappointing people. And even when you think about just how we interact with businesses, when you go to a store and you have a bad experience, you talk about everything that went wrong. But if you go to a store and you have a great experience, a much smaller number of people will take the time to express their gratitude to that business or that business owner and talk about how amazing the experience was. And so, I mean, a, a business isn't a person. So to think about having some of those conversations with individuals can definitely be a scary thing, but I don't think it should be. I totally agree. And it's the same conditioning in your example. It's like we're so used to as a society talking about what's wrong with our lives or with people in our lives versus what's right. And so gratitude and focusing on gratitude actually takes like a real intentional effort. Absolutely. It's like lifting a really heavy weight off the ground. Completely. So I'm curious to know What are some of the things that you're grateful for in your everyday? And do you feel like you have gotten to a point of mastering an attitude of gratitude? Mm. Oh, I love that question. Um, In reality, I will say that yes, the answer is yes. It's been something that in my like decade long journey of self-discovery, as I say, um, has been one of the things that I've, that has just sort of seeped into my way of being and my nervous system is like the way that I want to feel on a daily basis and the way that I try to express myself to others. Um, you know, one of the ways that I incorporate gratitude in my life that's fairly newer is <laughs> we all have, look, nobody's perfect, right? In life, obviously. And we all have friends and family members that do things that will irritate us and annoy us and rub us the wrong way from time to time. And that's totally normal. And when I was younger, one of the common ways that I would start like self-sabotaging myself 
would be to focus on like if somebody did something that irritated me, it would suddenly be all that I could remember about them when they came to mind. Like it would be like, oh, but they did that. <laughs> and it would it would really sour relationships and friendships um, that didn't need to be soured. And so now how I incorporate gratitude is I also try to remember the thoughtful things that people do instead of remembering the negative things and actually replacing when I, I still can like catch my mind going down a negative, like, oh, so-and-so did this. And you know how you like the, for days afterwards, your mind is still like repeating and replaying, right? The annoying thing that so-and-so did and you're getting irritated over and over about it. And I try to catch that now. And I try to replace that with a positive, thoughtful thing that that friend or family member has done that like, why am I forgetting about that? That's also who they are. And that's also what our relationship is. And so I'll really work hard to remind myself about the thoughtful things and be grateful for that. And then express that to the person instead of letting my mind go down the rabbit hole of the negative. And I think that's like a really powerful way to start rewiring your state of being um, and having better relationships. Oh, absolutely. I was reading this study the other day. There were two psychologists, um, Dr. Robert Emmons of University of California, Davis, and then Dr. Michael McCullough of University of Miami. And they've been doing all of these deep studies around gratitude and how does gratitude actually influence your life and living in this, this space of feeling grateful for your relationships and the things in your life. And so they had a study where they asked all of the participants to just pick a couple of topics and then write down sentences every week around those topics. They broke them out into two groups. So one group was writing things that they were grateful for around those areas of their life. And the other, to your point, like they picked on those irritations. Mm -hmm. So They wrote down all of the things that irritated them, got on their nerves, made them unhappy. And then they had another group that really just followed observation. So they were writing down statements for these topics, but not whether or not it was positive or negative, just very like matter of a fact, what happened. They actually found at the end of 10 weeks that the group that wrote down all of their gratitude and the positive things that were happening for them reported feeling more optimistic and better about their lives. And the groups that were writing down negative things or not associating any emotion with what was going on in their life did not report feeling any happier or any better about their current situation. And so I think there's this energy and this vibration of positivity, of gratitude. And when you're in that space, it just makes it easier to continue to stay in that space in all areas of your life. I love that you shared that because it's, I mean, the science backs it up. That's, you know, Oprah's gratitude journal is really backed by science that you will be having a better and more positive life experience if you incorporate gratitude practices. Absolutely. What are your thoughts around 
toxic positivity though, because I know that some people get tripped up like with, oh, but I don't want to be, you know, spiritual bypassing and just being, implementing these toxic positivity strategies. My life sucks. (laughs) I mean, I, I think everyone has to find the right balance for themselves because toxic positivity is a real thing. It's a very real issue where I've had some friends in the past where you could never be in a bad mood. You could never have a bad day. You could never complain about anything at all. And I'm like, we live in a very real world where sometimes shit sucks. Sometimes there's a shooting at a school. Sometimes there's police brutality or something that happens. And if you're not upset about these things, like that's a problem. Major problem. Like you can't skirt your way through pretending that life doesn't actually happen and that there aren't atrocities going on every single day. I think the balance for me, and this would be one of the things that I would suggest to anyone who's listening, is have awareness of the reality of life, but also balance how you're consuming media and consuming content and what you're allowing to come into your space so that you have that awareness, you know what's going on, you feel the feels that you need to feel because something horrible has happened in the world or something horrible has happened to you individually and give yourself the grace and spaciousness to sit in that and to fully express it and to not force yourself to be grateful or feel happy. But then with time, look for ways that you can potentially turn some of those negatives into a positive or in cases where that's not a possibility because there are times where it's not a possibility. How can you really be impactful and approach some of those situations in a way that allows you to create something that you can't be grateful for. Yeah, I think that's so, that's so right. And it's um, not ignoring or being ignorant to what's going on, um, seeing those things. But, you know, what I thought of when you were talking is our minds, um, there's so much science and neuroscience now behind the fact that it's all, our minds are like freaking like, computer operating systems, right? And so we program our neural pathways to think certain ways and we program our minds to um, notice things. And, you know, I'm sure if you guys, like, have you ever noticed if you get a new car, for example, like I'm, I got like a, um, a green sob at one point and I remember like all of a sudden on the roads, I would see every day like another green sob. And I would be like, what? I'd never seen this car on the roads ever before. And that's because we have this uh, system in our mind, in our brains, that's called the reticular activation system or reticular activation center. And it basically, we tell that center in our brains what to notice because our brains don't have the capacity to integrate and process like everything that we're actually noticing in life and experiencing. And so we're actually going through life, picking and choosing what we notice and what we take in through this reticular activation center. And so once you start 
noticing what you want to be grateful for or once you start noticing the 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 things in your life that are additive and that are beautiful and that you are grateful for you'll start noticing more and more of them and it's like this upward spiral that you create and when you are living that way you then have more capacity even to deal with the negative things that do hit you in life. Yeah. It's almost like it gives you a bit of a buffer or a cushion between you and the uncomfortable things oh, that are such a good way of putting ultimately it. they're going to come up. Life is not going to completely all be roses. And so when you're in that space of feeling grateful, constantly recognizing the positive and just being so in tune and aligned with all the good that's happening in your life, when something bad happens, you're just starting at a set point that's so much stronger and so much higher up than if you were constantly only focused on the negative. Yeah. So important. One of the things that I found interesting um, in the research around gratitude is this idea of find, remind, and bind. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> right? And so gratitude practices, which we're going to talk about next, like specific ways to incorporate gratitude into your life. But having these practices helps you find other people and relationships in your life that have the capacity to be nurturing and and are the capacity to be healthy relationships because your mind is trained now to find those things, right? And so that's one. And then the remind is it reminds yourself of, wow, I have all these people in my life that I'm so grateful for and experiences in my life that I'm so grateful for and things in my life that I'm so grateful for. You start to, your level of life satisfaction goes way up per the research. And then bind it like you're less likely to be a flake, <laughs> Or, you know, like, or, uh, you know, lose f friends when you could have maintained a richer, fuller life with deep connections because you're more likely to be bound to these people when you acknowledge the gratitude that you have for them. Absolutely. So I know you mentioned journaling earlier. I'm curious, are there any other gratitude practices that you have that you've been able to just incorporate very easily into your everyday life? Yeah. So I definitely think like daily journaling of five things I'm grateful for today has been transformative for me. And that's one that I think everybody can take. Um, the other thing that I do is, so I, I kind of lump them in two categories, the recognizing and then the expressing. So every day, you know, recognizing what I'm grateful for, but then at least once a week or so expressing to somebody that I'm grateful for them or I'm grateful for something they did and making that a part of my practice um, is, is where my boundaries at now. And I'm, I'm looking to do more of that. I love that. Just really getting out there and sharing the gratitude mm -hmm. with others as well is so powerful. Absolutely. What about you? What are active ways you incorporate gratitude? Yeah. So I got a really beautiful gift of a gratitude jar from a friend um, at the beginning of the year. And so with the gratitude jar, it had a number of slips of paper in it with a nice little pen. And every week you can, every week you write down 
something that you're grateful for, just something that happened during that week that you feel really grateful about. And you keep all of those slips of paper in the jar. And then whenever you're maybe feeling not so grateful or something has happened that's triggered you or rubbed you the wrong way, you can go back to the jar and pick out any slip and just be reminded of the fullness and amazingness of your life and be reminded that it's not that bad. Like, because you have all of these beautiful memories of things that made you feel really grateful. I love that so much. A jar that you can go and fish from whenever you need it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I would say that's, that's probably the biggest way. Um, and outside of that, just even when I spend my time in nature, which I love taking walks on the beach, it's like one of my favorite things to do is just to walk and just being in gratitude and appreciation for like every piece and bit of my being. It's like I'm breathing. I'm grateful that my legs are carrying me up these stairs. I'm grateful that my lungs can hold air. I'm grateful that my eyes can see this beautiful ocean and this beautiful sunrise and the beautiful mountains. I'm grateful that my nose can smell the salty water and smell the sand, which sounds weird, but you can smell sand. You know, it's it's all of the senses and things that I'm able to feel and experience within my own body. And so when I'm spending time outside, whether it's hiking or at the beach or even just taking a walk to the grocery store that's a block away, I try to intentionally have a moment where I just give gratitude for the fact that I exist. I love that so much. And I think that's the perfect way to end this episode. I felt a meditative state come over me when you were talking about that. And I'm going to go incorporate that tomorrow. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. And don't forget, we still have that really amazing incentive for anyone who's listening to this podcast right now, who is looking for a community with other like-minded women, we want to pamper you. And that's why you have an opportunity to win a spa day at the Four Seasons. So how do you get entered in? Three easy steps. First, Make sure you're following this podcast on your podcast app. Press that little follow button. Then write us a short review with a five-star rating. It really helps get the word out to other women who need this content. And then third, share that review. Share your review with us on your Instagram story, but be sure to tag us. It's at Gush Living. We'll pick one lucky winner on January 1st. So go ahead and get entered right now. And we'll see you next time.